and welcome to Crimson Gold Agonies. And I know it's weird you don't hear Lou on this because she has had some technical difficulties beyond our control and cannot be with us today. So we interrupt our regularly scheduled superhero campaign for more Nordic nonsense That by Bren. We are playing Vossen, a Nordic horror role-playing game where a group of hapless uh investigators try and you know investigate supernatural occurrences of uh nordic uh not viking but but yeah this is a game based in 19 in 18xx much like we were in 1970x we were in 18xx in this system and uh so be prepared for some you know 19th century bullshit know how that is how it ruined basically the modern world blah 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 but that's beside the point anyways uh with me is brad and sam please introduce your characters hello it's me sam i'm here um i'm not playing myself though because that would be crazy i live in i live in the modern times uh so i am playing uh astrid talton uh who is a mean old lady who used to run a bookstore um, and then she uh, started, uh, she was given a journal, a diary of someone's experiences with these fairy uh, slash fey creatures. And uh, she, it was written in such a way that it spoke about these things as recollections of true events and not elements of fairy stories. And as someone who was not very superstitious prior to that, um, she found that sort of curious, so she started cross-referencing a lot of these fairy stories with uh, the, uh, or uh, I mean these 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 accounts with uh, like actual folklore and fairy tales that she had uh, books about in her shop, and everything lined up pretty perfectly. Um, so then she went into uh, the idea of trying to track some of these things down herself, and found out that they are unfortunately all too real, uh, which resulted in. Uh, her uh, losing her right hand. Um, and uh, Astrid is the uh, the archetype, the academic. Uh, I'm not going to get into the, the nuts and bolts of everything here, but uh, uh, she, um, after that, became sort of a changed person. Uh, not personality-wise, she's still mean as hell, but uh, now her primary uh, motivation is to find out more about these creatures, to understand them, and to try and make sure that the... Uh, material world and the and the mortal world does not run afoul of them as much as possible and i'm brad um i'm not currently playing john doe that would also be silly i am playing or would it john doe's wolverine he's like 175 thousand years old we don't know how we don't know how old john doe is That's fair. I mean, John Doe could be running around doing John Doe things as we speak. John Doe, John Doe yeah. doesn't know how old John Doe is. Does that ever? Does that ever freak John Doe out that that, that he doesn't know how old he is? Uh, yes. That, yes. We've never Uh-oh. covered this. Well, welcome to the Crimson Gold Agony Zone, where we talk about our own show. Uh, but I am playing Franz Leiden. Uh, he is. Franz grew up in a simple fishing village, found himself shanghaied into a naval life that he adored, 
Uh, but the problem is, is inevitably he's his uh, boat ran into a scary ghost vessel that destroyed his ship. He was the only survivor. When he returned to shore, he went to his superiors with stories of ghost vessels and how he was afraid to get back on the water about that, which uh, his superiors in the Navy reacted with. Well, that seems fake. So get back on the boat. Uh, Franz cut and run from this life and is now a wandering investigator into the monstrous world. He uh, is a tall, broad sort of gentleman and just really hopes that Astrid doesn't lead them into the water. Okay. Um, so the the adventure we're playing, I'm, I'm basically just pulling it from uh, a wicked secret, and the adventure that we are playing, sadly for uh, Brad's character, is the Silver of the Sea. So uh, if you have, look, are playing that right now and don't want to get the mystery spoiled, you can go ahead and skip this episode. I don't know how many we're going to do. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, so as of right now, you are on a you know a stagecoach, for lack of a better term, or a cart or something, traveling to the Fjolbaka Archipelago, to the small town of fishing village of Fjolbaka, and due to basically a concerned citizen sending a letter to your uh, investigation in society. Basically, everybody in this game is a part of the... All the investigators are part of the society. I uh, don't remember exactly what it's called right now. I should have looked that up, but oh well. And your your job is you basically... Your your purpose, not your job, your purpose is to you know deal with Boston and their interactions with humans and try and either you know smooth things over, fix the problem, or sometimes even eliminate the Vossen entirely. It depends on the situation. So have a letter it is in uh, note sharing oscar udgrenin's letter if you would if somebody would care to read that i've got it pulled up and i'll do it yeah <clears throat> thanks thanks brad you're welcome sam to whom it may concern my name is oscar udgren priest in the fishing village of bialbaca it is with a heavy heart that I write these lines. I am at wit's end with my current predicament, so I turn to you. I met members of your exalted order during my studies in Uppsala a few years ago, and now I place my hope in your particular talents and expertise. My best friend and mentor, Vicar Carl Eric Hed- Hedquist, is dead. His body was found a week ago, washed up on a beach in Fjallbaka Archipelago. The coroner has identified the cause of death as a self-inflicted gunshot to the head and written it off as a suicide. I refuse to accept this conclusion, certain that there is something unnatural afoot, and I know who is responsible. What I lack is proof and the means to do something about it. I last saw Carl Eric alive one week before he was found dead. He was once again heading out to Wrecker Lake in the archipelago to bring the word... Wrecker Isle. Wrecker Isle, pardon. I just jumped. Wrecker Isle in the archipelago to bring the word of God to the depraved seafarers frequenting the inn on the island Wrecker on the island. Wrecker Isle is a hub for maritime traffic and the site of the largest herring sultry in the archipelago. Some days the sea lane is so clogged with boats and ships that people can walk across them halfway to Fjallbaka. Wrecker Isle reeks with herring and sin, a godless stain on this earth. Proprietors of this den of thieves, herring baron Zacharias Amundsen and his mother Arbella, whom the locals call the Godmother, are openly defying the teachings of our own lord and have thrown out the good vicar every time he visited Wrecker Isle. I am convinced that the Herring Baron and the Godmother, along with Zachary's feeble-minded but dangerous older brothers, 
Paul, Pete, and Pace are doing the devil's bidding and are to blame for Carl Eric's untimely death. I shall go to the Wrecker's Isle to find proof of their guilt and face these henchmen of Satan face to face. I require your assistance in this perilous endeavor. If you cherish your God and wish to help his humble servant in this time of greatest needs, meet me in Fjallbaka at your earliest convenience. Highest regards, Oscar Udgren. All right. I believe this is a point when we usually get an advantage, but I have completely forgotten how that rule works. So you're just going to arrive um, in Fjallbaka. Fair enough. And right now you don't see a vicar or anything right now off the uh, in sight, but there are plenty of people, plenty of sailors. Um, so you can either start asking around or doing something. So what would you like to do? Well, well, uh, jinx. <laughs> God damn it. You've got me again. <laughs> well, Astrid. Shall we meet the locals? After all, this place does remind me at least a little bit of home. Yes, I suppose it's somewhat similar. I think meeting the locals is probably the best first step, but I will defer to you in taking the front on that one. I tend to uh, find my interrogations a little bit less pleasant. Well, Astrid, you do win more. You do win more with honey than with vinegar, but um, ah, that, that, that. let's go ingratiate ourselves to the local sailor, shall we? Yes, I suppose so. And as soon as he turns away, she just like she pulls us a very small bottle out of her pocket and takes a swig, and then and then <laughs> sort of wipes her mouth, and she just like and just sort of like folds her arms and tries to look as prim and proper as possible. Uh, as we get closer to the water to talk, because, yeah, we'll talk to some of the locals, uh, specifically some of the sailors. They'll probably have opinions on this sort of thing. Uh, definitely 100% like chain smoking, looking at the water nervously. Yeah, and cigarettes exist, so <laughs> you could totally chain smoke at this point if you'd like. In fact, you, in fact there's a couple of sailors come up. Hey, hi, my friend. Can I bum a cigarette off you? Absolutely. Absolutely. How are the waters today? So what brings uh, the waters are great as normal. Like at least it's better than it was 30 years ago. This is a elderly gentleman. Uh, 30 years ago, the waters, we couldn't get a herring for the, for the, uh, let's see. What, what would they say? We couldn't get a herring for the life of our children. We were all destitute, but then suddenly it just. <laughs> so the herring have come in. Yes. Yes. And they've been here so plentiful. Like the, the, Heron business is booming with that Zacharias fellow. I turn in my catch every day to, to him and uh, pays me a good penny for it. Huh. What sort of fella is he? Oh, uh, kind of. Well, he's a handsome fella. Uh, I mean, I, I think he may be adopted, but don't, don't let the godmother hear me say that. Because uh, he looks nothing like his other brothers. And the, the far the his poor father either uh, God rest his soul. Ah, uh, well, I mean that occasionally happens, you know. Um, yes. Um, 
Astrid is quietly and as discreetly as possible, ta- like in a small notebook, just taking notes on several of these things. It's just like, hmm, herring boom. Uh, this guy doesn't look like the rest of his family. Just like, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, s- yeah, some say, and I, 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 I don't mean to be telling stories at the school, but some say Ben, uh, the father was beaten to death by Zacharias for, you know, being a, a, a basically an abusive prick, what mm-hmm. I've heard. But, you know, nobody really mourned his death in the family, so it was like, whatever. <laughs> sometimes the universe, sometimes uh, the Lord finds a way to balance things out, right? Yep. I mean, I'm glad I'm glad the they're coming in frequently. Um, strange question, friend. And if you haven't, it's not a big deal. Uh, did you happen to see a priest come through here? A vicar? Oh, oh, Oscar, that Bible thumping twit. I I've seen him. You'll probably find him at the 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 tavern preaching the word of the Lord. I have no idea what accent I'm doing with this guy. It's like a mix between Irish and freaking Scandinavian. <laughs> I, it did sound a little bit like you said the word of the lard, and I was just like, "That's what I teach around here." <laughs> no, I, lo- yeah, I have no idea. I personally, I like it, Brad. I think it gives it this very like classic well, horror movie feel. Uh, uh, to be honest, it's like how many accents we've actually lost since television is scary. Film, yeah. television, and radio is scary. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah. <laughs> No, uh, so this accent uh, couldn't have existed at this time. Whatever, who cares? Yeah. Ah, uh, uh, so how is that tavern? Anything good? To, anything you'd recommend? Uh, just get what's on tap. It's usually what I get. Not as good as the one on the record I- Wrecker Island, though. Wrecker Isle. Ah. That one. Uh, yeah, I'm looking to get my catch back. That get my catch. Uh, then head back there for a drink. Oh. Wrecker Isle. Oh, how never heard of it. What's it like? Oh, I'm surprised a sailorly man like you hasn't heard about it. It's uh, the biggest maritime hub in the area. I kind of assumed with your, you know, the way you stand uh, that you're 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 either a former sailor or something. But uh, yeah, it, it's got the inn. The 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 whole island is owned by Abella and Zacharias, and that's where the Heron Baron, that's what we call Zacharias, uh, runs his Heron Saltery out of. Oh, yeah. I'm, I've, I haven't been in this part of the waters in a while. Yeah, that's hmm, good bar there. Maybe we'll have to make a, we'll make a step, won't we, Astrid? Yeah, yeah, just... Uh, Astrid, I just want to say Astrid has... Uh, Largely, she feels that she's reached the end of the useful information she's going to hear from this person, and she has graduated to sort of describing him in a really insulting way in her book. So she's just like notes like dimwit and just like things like that. <laughs> um, and when she when she says that, uh, when uh, her name is mentioned, she says, uh, yes, uh, I suppose. So, yes, she uh, goes back to writing. <laughs> Now, I, I know that... Hold on, let me relook at this letter really quickly, because do we have to arrange our own travel out there, or is he going to meet us here? Uh, he was going to meet you there, but it, apparently he hasn't heard your, of your arrival yet, or might be too busy... Preaching. Uh, yeah, basically. You kind of got his personality from the letter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Well, if we see you there, I'll have to. This is this is. Yeah, this is going to be one of those like. Yeah, it's kind of like one of those Witcher choices, for lack of a better term, where it's like, yeah. oh, who's the real? Who do you want to support here? Kind of deal. But yeah, I also want to make uh, on the record just because we have mentioned uh, mentioned the faith several times. Yeah. Astrid has a uh, a dim view of Absolutely. churches. I uh, powerfully neutral myself. Um, <laughs> well, like I said, if we run into you on Wrecker's Isle, we'll have to buy. I'll buy you a drink. Come on, Astrid. Let's go check out the tavern here. Grab a quick one and then head out. Yeah, he 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 thanks you and goes back to his you know arranging his nets and all that stuff. It, it's still like early in the morning. I mean, dawn's barely approached. So yeah. All right, so you, yeah, and and you see Oscar, basically, uh, he's a 25-year-old priest, uh, kind of has that old vicar haircut. Uh, uh, yeah, Udgren is a skinny but vigorous young man with short, dark hair and a clean-shaven face. He always wears his black cassock, so that's the short description of him. Before we go in, I stop. If we see him at a distance, I stop and I spin and look at Astrid and just Astrid. Eh. We're going to be nice to the priest, correct? You're going to be nice to the priest. I'm going. Astrid. I will show him all of the respect and dignity that his position demands. To the average person, not in your particular opinion, correct? I suppose. After the last incident, I I don't I don't mean to treat you like a child, but after the last incident, I think it's important we discuss these things. Yes, yes, I didn't mean to insult him. It's just that I think that his beliefs are silly and they make no sense. Astrid, that's fine. You're allowed to believe that. I won't mention that to this one. X and you won't call him a god botherer? No. What about Bible Beaters probably out too? I'm glad you figured that one out. But he did note that uh the fisherman did call him a Bible thumper. Uh, apparently he does not have the best opinion of the local population. <laughs> so Ashford makes a note in her book, it's just this guy has one redeeming quality. <laughs> it's just he doesn't have, he doesn't hold much with religion. We're cool. Alright. We'll be nice. Yes, we'll be nice. After that, we turn and we can continue. <laughs> so basically what you see is poor Oscar trying to preach while bottles are being thrown at him. Glasses are being thrown at him. And it's like, Jesus Christ. You must. <laughs> he, he, he apparently is like, they're used to this and they're, they're just laughing at him. And he's back at, uh, and he, he spots you and he basically gives a loud finishes his prayer and uh, so, so basically says, Amen, all that jazz, uh, and then heads over to you and kind of leads you outside the tavern. Oh, thank, thank, the, thank, uh, I almost said it in my, my attitude. Oh, thank God you're here. Finally, uh, you're, you're the two from the society, correct? Yes. Uh, yes, that's correct. I'm Franz. This is Astrid. Hello. Hello. Uh, so, let's see. So, uh, yes, uh, we should quickly catch the boat to Wrecker Island. It leaves in a 
hour or so, and it's about an hour uh, voyage. That's the word voyage. I'm trying to remember old words hard. So when you say we should leave quickly, what you mean is we should leave in an hour or so? Uh, he looks back behind him and says, I, I meant we should leave for the, 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 the jetty quickly. Oscar, my friend, you, you seem like someone who makes easy friends everywhere you go. So I think you're right. Let's let's do it that way. Yeah. Yes, let's hurry to go sit on a boat while they load everything on. Astra is just a bit cranky. The weather affects her old bones. Oh, my. The- my bones are perfectly fine. Thank you. And she says, like, she's hiding, like, her missing hand under her, like, under, like, a scarf. She's like, my bones are perfectly fine. Thank you for your concern. So, sitting. Yeah. She's lying, by the way. It's 100%. Like, it's like she, it's just like the, 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 the chill, the humidity, this all sucks for her. She's super grumpy right now. Yeah. So, uh, uh, on the voyage and waiting for it, uh, you can ask uh, Oscar even more questions about what, what's been going on, and he can provide answers. So if you'd like to do that. I would. Do uh, yeah. you have any more questions for uh, that I did not... Do ah. you have any more questions for me uh, about the situation? I couldn't disclose everything in the letter in fear it was intercepted. Yes, I... Uh, would like to ask more about what was written. Uh, now that we are past the point of the pleasantries of the written word, I would love to hear your account of uh, what happened from your understanding and any details that were not prudent to include in a letter. I would love if you colored those in for me. Well, the Admonsons have been a mystery for uh, as long as I can remember. Uh, like, I heard rumors that they were just once a poor fishing family and actually, but in reality, made their living off wrecking, which basically means they went on wrecks and stole from the, the wrecks in the area. And sometimes they killed people uh, that were still surviving on the wrecks and stole their stuff. Sick. Nothing, nothing bad about that. Yeah. Uh, that was led by the, their father, Benjamin, uh, who died under dubious circumstances. Some say he was beaten to death by his youngest son, Zacharias. Uh, when the herring returned 30 years ago, which coincided about the same time as Benjamin's death, and the godmother, uh, Abella, bought Wrecker Island and opened an inn on the island business. And she's been doing incredible business for, for, for decades now. Zacharias, he does run the salt her- salt herring saltery on the island, and is commonly known as the Heron Baron. A clever man, quite popular with the ladies, unlike his three older brothers, Paul, Pete, and Pace, who are all unsightly and simple-minded. Uh, since then, uh, also about the same time that the vicar, the previous vicar, Mike Carl Ed- Ed- Eric, went over to the island, Paul has disappeared. And also, uh, according to the coroner, uh, Carl, was killed by a gunshot to the head at point-blank range, fired from his own revolver. We can't find his... They didn't find the revolver on his body, though. That is certainly a detail that would raise an eyebrow or two. Yes. Yes. Very unusual. 
ever since ever since he was had his life threatened by the Admonsons and the people on the Wrecker Island, he's always traveled there with a revolver. And I can't think of many corpses that have had the good sense to uh, secrete a revolver somewhere away. So that's certainly something that is worth considering. Hmm. Um, father, not to be terribly rude, but uh, did and you can see. Franz trying to see it, think a, poli- a uh, polite way to put this. Did the good vicar have a similar preaching style to yourself? Oh, oh yes, I, I've learned everything from him. Uh, he was he's my was my closest friend and mentor ever since he uh, raised me since my parents died in uh, years back. Ah, was it met with um, a similar reception to the way in which uh, the kind folk of this town seem to respond to your teachings. It's actually worse over on Wrecker Island. It's uh, a lot of the sailors will stop here for, to live and then sometimes get a drink before the, the, they go on the boats and then they stop off at Wrecker Island and they're at least the, 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 the tavern owner here knows me and keeps them in check, and but it gets quite worse over on Wrecker Island. I see. Um, just almost as if Oscar no longer exists, uh, Astrid just fully turns to Franz and says, it seems as though this could be simply an open and shut case of murder. It sounds like this vicar had no particular friends in the area. It sounds like he was not especially, uh, other than Oscar, uh, not especially well-liked, clearly uh, largely disliked. He was killed by a shot to the head. There was uh, the revolver was found missing. Uh, I I would uh, suspect that there is perhaps nothing out of the ordinary here at all, other than the tempestuous will of men who uh, Wish ill brought on others. Uh, Astrid, even if that tragedy is truly as simple as your deductive mind may have grasped at, don't you find the herring situation fascinating? Yes, this is. Um, I would like to just interrupt something really quick. Because at this point, a huge number of crabs start coming out of the water and start clicking their claws. Sort of like the crab rave. And then they just go back in the water. Oh, fuck. We found ourselves on Crab Rave Island. Uh, but that just, that was. This changes everything. Uh, upon. Yeah, a huge throng of crabs massing out of the water, claws clattering against the rocks. The vision vanishes quickly as it appeared. No one else sees anything unusual. So you see that. However,. Nobody seems to pay it any mind or even notice that the crabs are doing that. See, Astrid, I believe that there may be layers to this. I do feel inclined to adjust my initial assertions. That was something quite unusual. Uh, Vicar, did you notice anything unusual just now? I, I saw you zone out and look at the shore, but that was it. I thought you just got hypnotized by the waves. That's, that's... Uh, I think under very quietly under her breath, she just goes, men. Um, and she turns back to Franz. She says, yes, well, I suppose between that 
happenstance and the curious herring boom. There are some unquantified elements here. Uh, this may seem a departure. This uh, this godmother runs this uh, establishment on Wrecker Isle. Uh, tell me of her character. What is uh, what is she like? Uh, well, she's see. Let's get out of here. Sec. Well, uh, she's an old, violent woman. Uh, yeah, she's smart, unlike her uh, three older sons. But she's very crass, very crude. She's not afraid to speak her mind either. But she tends to, you know, rule the island with an iron fist. Uh, and her uh, her late husband was he of a similar temperament? Would you say? I've heard he was much worse, but that was many years ago, and I, I never met him. I only heard through my mentor that he, ba- he basically was, uh, lack of a better term, very cruel to his family and forced them onto dangerous tasks on wrecks out in the ocean, yet you know, me- measly trinkets to sell in town. Would you say, did she and her husband get along well, or were they at odds frequently. Yeah. Uh, I, like I said, I, I was not, a, I was not around much to meet Benjamin. Uh, I can only assume. So, I mean, I heard from the vicar, the, my mentor, when they brought the body in, uh, to, you know, bury up at the church, they didn't even stay for the funeral. There was no one there. Just my mentor reading over the body and they buried him. Fascinating in its own way. Um, also, my friend, have you been out to Wrecker Isle yourself, or is this your first time going? Uh, I have been out there with my, the vicar and to visit a friend of mine that now works at the inn. She, her name is uh, Justina, and uh, that's pretty much it. But they, they treat me as well as they treated uh, the uh, head fist. Ah, uh, uh. <clears throat> That's fast. That is a rather interesting fact, Father. Uh, I will advise. I understand that uh, the good Lord has put you on a path to spread the faith. This man is your father. Yes. As... No, no, Astrid. Father is yes, a term of respect. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <Yeah. laughs> what a twist. Uh, but as the great Henrik Chartau has taught us. Uh, You'd like to roll a learning check on that because I'm not sure any of you would know that off the top of your hand. Sure. Let's get it. Let's start rolling dice. This is a game, right? We're supposed to roll dice. What? I, what? What? Alert the newspapers. What? Yeah. How do I make a ba- a learning check? What are dice? Uh, so you basically take your logic and your learning, you pull them together as d sixes, roll them, and d and if you get a six, you succeed. I'm bad at this. <laughs> um, now I do have a question, Bren. Uh, the this is this yeah. is I think also probably worth editing out just because it's a rules clarification. Uh, the I haven't read the 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 Fasten book. Uh, I did read the Blade Runner book. Uh, the Blade Runner book was like only one person should make a check at any given time, and the group should discuss who is that person. Is that also accurate here? You know what? I don't know off the top of my head. I don't believe so. Because uh, this is more required for because this is a mystery game, so somebody's got to succeed <laughs> sometimes or in some way. Uh, you know, it also gets the old like 
do not put all your eggs in one basket in the mystery. So uh, this is this is more for side information and a more insight into Oscar's character, like what what he was raised to believe. So it's not that important. Gotcha. But it still would lead you probably it it leads you into knowing Oscar a little bit more, know where he came from. Okay, I'm just checking to see if any of my equipment uh, would be of any value. Because uh, I do have some things that help with learning. <laughs> hey, I have a bayonet. That might help with some learning. Yeah, you can stab them. Let's see what's in there. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> <laughs> what you got up in here? Let's get to the stabbing. Um, I mean, I have a book collection, which will come as no surprise to anyone. Yeah. Nerd! I'm the most nerd. Um, just as used to find information for learning. I don't know if that's super helpful here, so I think it's just my regular shit. I'm going to make a roll now. I'm not good at this. I want the record to show. I'm actually pretty good at this, so I'm going to roll also. I didn't get anything. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Roll. I did bad. There we go. Sam the dice. Po- wow. Even with 66, statistically, that's an anomaly. That's yeah. Eat shit, dice bot. Well, it kind of like you're not a religious person, so you probably don't. No, it's it's fair. <laughs> no, and it, you just assume that it's just another one of those Christian cult things. You know, they pop up all the time in this period, and they just fade just as quickly. But uh, I have to. I have to be on. Like, it's, uh, honestly, like I. I feel like specifically there's also something to be represented here by the fact that she probably just like doesn't super care about this guy. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely. So his and the specifics I, I, I of his Christian would, like yeah, I would ask like do you want to push the roll? You don't have to, but it does cost you a condition and it would be a Yeah, I don't think I do want to push the roll because yeah. m- mostly because of the not caring thing. Yeah, I, I don't push it, but uh I do, you know, but, uh, Father, I know you've been told to spread your faith, uh, but perhaps until such a time as we figure out which way the tide is coming in, you could restrain it a little bit? Uh, I, I think I get your meaning. I will do my best to maintain a low profile, as they say. Uh, very calmly, uh, Franz looks at Astra and just, Astra, can I borrow one of your, uh, books, your, your journal for a second, I should say? Which book? Why? What, what for your journal? I need to write. I need to write something in it. She like eyes like a hawk, just like turns it to a blank page in the very back and hands it to him. <laughs> just like the most, the stankiest of eyes. I very calmly. Uh, can I, can I see Is Astrid write using a pen or a piece of, or a pencil or a charcoal? It just says writing or charcoal. It says writing your I probably pencils. May I see one of your your pencils? She like opens a very small like little. It almost it almost looks like a cigarette case, and she like looks for the one that is like the most worn down, and she pulls that one out. And it's like I mean, it's you know how like when you were in school as a little kid, you would write with a pencil until it was like I don't know, like an inch and a half long. Yes, it's about one. It's one of those. <laughs> she hands it to him. I very calmly on the page uh, where our dear traveling companion cannot see, right? 
Let's keep a close eye on him. I really don't want to be murdered by these locals. Hand it to her. Hand back the pencil. She uh, takes the book and uh, sort of ignores uh, the extended pencil. I <laughs> mean, just like it's looking at it. Well, then I get. Why didn't you say this out loud? Because it's rude, Astrid. As I tuck the pencil behind my ear. Oh, very well. She uh, just like flips the book shut and just sort of like looks at the vicar for like maybe just a second too long. And she says, yes, well, uh, we have a ferry to catch, do we not? All aboard. Ding, 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 ding. Like to insert a. Ah, look at that. <laughs> look at that as narrative momentum. Yes, narrative momentum. So uh, it, it's basically kind of it's very uneventful. The water's calm as the closer you get to Wrecker Isle, uh, you see countless fishing boats, freighters moored far out to sea in the sea lane, bow astern against stern, bow against stern. They hear you hear shouting of sailors snapping sails. The smell, the smell of the sour stench of herring and train oil spreading like disease in the gentle breeze. So it, it's rank. It's very rank. Uh, the, it becomes more intense as the closer you get to the dock. And the dock is extremely crowded. Sweaty fishermen and sailors are hauling barrels of herring and train oil between boats and the quay. A full-rigged ship uh, it's on its way to Gothenburg is about to head out, and a swarm of smaller schooners and barges compete for space left behind by the large vessel. Small dinghies are used to transport people and goods between the dock and the numerous ships floating offshore. Eventually, the captain of the players, eventually the captain of the ferry, find uh, which is a little sloop, by the way, it's not really a traditional ferry, uh, finds a vacant berth, and you can climb ashore together with Udgren. I'm supposed to place a map on the gaming table, but however, I don't have a map to place. But I will describe there are basically three important locations. The warehouse, the residence, and the inn. Uh, Udgren points to the residence, which is the medium-sized building, and the inn, which is uh, uh, the smaller of the three buildings. And the warehouse is right next to the water and the dock, and that's a freaking huge building. So where would you like to start? So the residence, who who lives there? That is the Admonson's residence. Excellent. Why don't we go to the inn, get set up in a room. Uh, you look very tired. You should take a brief nap and we will go talk to the Admonson's. Uh, just double checking. What are your resources again? I have resources three. I also have resources three. Yeah. Okay. Just checking. Is that actually... No, that's fair. Just, just, just a, just a quick, uh, a quick. This is another, another mechanics thing. Am I supposed to draw my resources from the total pool of skill points that I had? I roll. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I believe so. If I remember correctly, I don't remember exactly though. Okay, because, because since I did that, my my. Uh, resource count is lower than what it says is like common for my archetype. Uh, yeah. Which it says is four to six and I, I'm down, I'm down at three. So I just wanted to be sure. Yeah. I, 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 I'm like I said, I, I read the book a, a while ago. I don't remember everything about it cause I don't play this system that often as I would like to, but yeah. Uh, 
So you're going to the inn. The infamous inn on Record Island is a sturdy wooden two and a half story building. The ground floor holds a dining room, a kitchen, and a storage room, while the two upper floors mainly house the staff and wealthy overnight visitors in small guest rooms. Uh, you see uh, on top of a liquor barrel, the, the, the tavern on the ground floor is a lively place almost around the clock enveloped with huge clouds of tobacco smoke. Sailors sit at folding tables, drinking aquavit and playing cards. What is aquavit? I have no idea what that is. Hey, great news. I do. I was just about to talk about how great it is. Oh, awesome. Please describe Because uh, we are uh, we are doing we have a uh, this is not super germane to the podcast, but we have a cocktail at work right now, which Aquavit is the featured spirit. Aquavit is a uh, Scandinavian spirit. Um, it is uh, of of a on a similar par uh, with any of like uh, with like gin or vodka or anything like else like that as far as um, uh, as far as alcohol content. So I mean, like think like you know like about forty percent alcohol. Uh, it is a uh, neutral grain spirit that is typically flavored with uh, different like herbs and spices. Um, and, uh, usually has like a very aromatic flavor profile. Uh, the one we have at work, uh, has sort of a very, uh, kind of anise, uh, taste to it. Um, which is why it works very well in the cocktail we're doing, which is like, it has like an apple pie thing going on. It's great. Um, but yes, it is a, uh, it is a, a strong liquor, uh, with some very aromatic kind of, uh, kind of notes to it. Think, um, it's, Almost similar to it's kind of it, it like in, in construction, it's almost similar to like gin, uh, but it tends to have more uh, Scandinavian um, botanicals that are more common there. So, Zinga. OK, cool. So uh, thank you for that, Sam. Uh, lightly dressed waitresses bearing chicken feathers dance between the tables on top of a liquor barrel in the corner sits Godmother Abella. Ab- Amundsen, harsh eyes scanning the room, a shotgun in hand, wrapped in an apron so stiff with a with filth that some say she can stand. It, some say it can stand by itself when she takes it off for the night. So, wait, she just has a shotgun. Yeah, she has a shotgun. She's watching everybody for any problems because this is a rough bunch. You just care. Just <laughs> yeah. Apparently, if this is a rowdy enough bunch, she just has to be constantly carrying a shotgun. I mean, I have I I was concealing my rifle, but now I feel underdressed. Yeah, I have <laughs> no weapons. Yes, you do. Uh, me. I have one weapon. <laughs> you yell, Franz, get them, and Franz. Right. <laughs> who, has, who has sort of discrete sub weapons of my weapon has some sub weapons. Uh, but as soon as we get in, just all right, let's. Oh, that's the godmother, correct? Uh, yes, 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 yes. And uh, uh, Oscar's like trying to hide himself there. Uh, let's get you to the room and then we'll come back down and speak to her. Uh, I, I'm not sure we. Uh, so who do you go to? Do you go to Abella or one of the waitresses? This is actually critical of uh, critical importance for the next thing I do. Uh, do we already have a room set up, or are we? No, this is us getting one. No, no, this is not. This is not that kind of place. Okay, great. Astrid has not uh, stopped to have this conversation. She is already just beelining towards Abella. Um, and uh, walks up to her and says, 
Good evening. I uh, wish not to waste your time. I would like to rent a room. Do I do this through you or through one of your uh, members of staff? She uh, spits in a spittoon, looks you up and down and says, how much you got? And you give a number and says, "Uh, I don't think you can afford a room here. You're going to have to sleep at the boat because basically you need a resources for or hire to stay here. So that's basically what the book says. So would um, us pooling our resources, would that count or is it just like we collectively do not have the money? Uh, collectively, you do not have enough money basically to stay here and get anything else you need to basically get back home. <laughs> gotcha. So. Fair enough. All right. I, I just I just got to say that because resources are very like abstract. Uh, mm. Oh, yeah, no, that's what's cool. Uh, now, and this is a follow up question. Uh they said that uh, Abella's dearly departed husband was buried at a church. Is that church on Wrecker Isle or back where we came from? Back where you came from. That's unfortunate. All right. Well, then I guess. Basically, in a almost borderline unmarked grave, like I don't think anybody could point it out to you either. It's fine. I was just going to say we sleep in the church because we got the uh, preachy here. Uh no, there's no church on the sign. There's no God here. <laughs> thank God. Or thank not God, I suppose. I'm watching Astrid, waiting for a signal of what to do. Um, she says, is there perhaps some way in which we could negotiate the value of a, of a room for the resources we have available to us at the moment? Uh, something that we could do that may be of... Uh, of commensurate value. She spits in the spittoon again and says, don't do credit here. You ain't got the money. Get out. I apologize. I wish not to waste your time. May we uh, at least entreat you for a, uh, a drink while we uh, discuss the best course of action so as not to uh, inconvenience you further with our inadequate payment for your housing services yeah yeah justina get over here and help these customers get a drink and uh thank you kindly a young woman comes over uh uh she be uh yeah and you you basically see a, a young woman justina come by uh you know sailors do the whole sailor th- inappropriate thing that you do not do to women and she just gives him a big slap, knocking him to the ground. And like Oscar reacts to that quickly. Uh, so, yeah, th- there's that to note. Uh, as soon as uh, I see her do the slap when she makes it over to us, uh, Astrid looks at her and says, you don't know this yet, but I already like you very well. Oh, thank you. And basically, this was not the, the, like all the other sailors are just laughing at the other sailor that got slapped to the ground. And, you know, they're just jiving him and like <laughs> stupid Frank or whatever his name is. Doesn't matter. Uh, what can I get? You, what can I get you to uh, drink? And oh, are you friends with Oscar? Please do not call me this man's friend. <laughs> Damn it, Sam! <laughs> <laughs> oh that that's fine oscar is has been a 
Uh, I prefer the term loose acquaintance. Oh, that's fine. Uh, Oscar and I go way back. But uh, we got sandwiches. We have uh, beer if you don't want any liquor. Ooh, I'll have a beer and a nice herring sandwich. All right. I will uh, partake of the same if you do not mind. All right. So uh, she seats you at a table and another strange occurrence happens. So this is like this is like the old school herring sandwiches. Uh, So the head is still on it. (laughs) <laughs> and as you're uh, as uh, bronze, as you're put your sandwich to the mouth, one of the heads turns to you, says the new moon is in a few nights and then it promptly goes back to being dead. Uh, well, sorry, wait, one of the one of the fish from the sandwich said that. Yes. Yeah. Damn. I put the sandwich down. Well, that ruined my appetite. Um. Did I notice that or did only Franz notice that? I think you heard it too. Oscar, however, has not. Oscar seems to be very distracted. Wait, just, I just, uh, just letting you know. Oh, <laughs> this is a this is a this is a very significant uh, question. Not it's not about Oscar. I don't care about him. Um, did I just hear it and not see the fish move? No, you saw it. You, you would see it. You, would, you saw the whole thing, too. Could I have? Could I have only heard it? Sure, why not? If I if think. Want. Okay, I I do want that. I look. I look at um, at Franz and say, "Yes, I know that." Why did you mention it? I didn't. Uh, my sandwich did. Justina, does anything of interest? Uh, do you perhaps have some sort of local get together on the eve of the new moon? Huh. No. Uh, not well. I don't know. The family does. Uh, they go out on the full moon at, on the I mean, on the new moon at night, usually with some barrels. They say it's like to appease something. I don't know. They 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 just look at me and laugh when I ask that question. It's really creepy. Oh, fair enough. Excellent. Um, Oscar, you look hungry. Do you want my sandwich as well? No, as these sandwiches, um, I don't know if you take a bite. Uh, uh, Oh, yeah. One hundred percent. It tastes more like train oil. Like this is like so greasy. This is the greasiest bar food you can ever have. I honestly as as much as that might. Deter any reasonable person, I do not think that that. Puts her off of it at all. I think she's just like she's just chowing down, man. She's old. She just like is one. She just like at some point lived her life where she didn't have probably a ton of like access to food so you get what you get and two she's old so she started to lose her sense of taste so she's just like yeah dude food for sure if it hadn't talked Franz would have eaten the whole thing too but as soon as something talks it's hard to eat it uh i think in her head she's just like well my sandwich didn't talk so we're good so she's just digging in there um and and waiting to listen to what oscar has to say about about all that uh no thank you uh one is enough okay that's fine. Um, so, Justina, how do you and Oscar know each other? Uh, are, you, are you asking Justina that? Yes. Oh, we were childhood friends. Oh, did you grow up here on Wrecker Isle? Oh, no, I grew. We grew up on uh, Fjordbaka. I came out here to work and earn my mo- and earn money to 
uh, you know, travel and get to Gothenburg or even further in the world. Everyone should see some of the great cities before they uh, they expire. How far is Gothenburg from here? I have no idea. Just just uh, if you were to if you were to make it up far away. I I would have to look up. Uh, I would have to look. It's not far away. It's just the closest big city. I'm gonna assume. Okay, perfect. <laughs> just under her breath, she's like, "Yeah." I, I would literally have to look up a map uh, at this point to know where Gothenburg. It is five hours. Is five and a half hours by car. So reasonably assume like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so under her breath, she's just like, "Yeah, shoot for the stars." I kick I, a gentle kick under the table. <laughs> her shin, her shin explodes. She's very old. Oh <laughs> uh, no, she 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 just goes. Mm. The sandwich is delicious. Did you um, uh, Justina? Did you see uh, Carl Eric when recently? So well, yes, I heard about the whole deal with his suicide. Tragedy uh, that. Oscar basically says it wasn't a suicide uh, and and kick him under the table. He came in. Uh, they got quite rowdy with him and they just kicked him out. And I, that's last I saw of him. I, I that was it. It was it okay. was one of the more Thanks. severe scuffles that they've had with him. Uh, just his unique preaching style, rubbing people the wrong way. And and Abella quickly shouts over Justina. I, I pay it to. Work, not talk with the bot that the patrons get back to work. Fair enough, we don't want to get you in trouble. Uh, and, and at this point, a little bit later into uh, dinner, uh, a basically a drunken fisherman comes up to you, and you can tell he's drunk. It is so obvious, it is beyond obvious. Like, it, they should probably stop serving him, obvious, <laughs> and says, points his finger at you. If you value your lives, you should leave this island. Why? The sea gives, the sea takes away, and soon it will take you too if you're not careful. The new moon is almost here. Tell me, my friend, do you speak from experience in this regard? Aye, mysterious things happen here. I... I... uh, Beckon you better watch your back. And he basically then disappears into the crowd. Before I have the chance to, like... Uh, stop him or ask him anything basically okay um he's he basically well he is way too drunk to be anywhere coherent this is very unusual like he starts basically going into the gibberish mode if you ask him any more questions uh um i turn to franz and i say the people here are just so kind and welcoming it's truly uh everywhere should aspire to be more like this a little slice of heaven. A little slice of heaven indeed. Um, well, with this in mind, uh, Father, get close to us. He, you, I, I almost just said something very, very... Oh, okay, yeah, I missed something when you were talking to Justina. So later that night that they kicked him out, Justina woke up to the sound of another argument, this time outside the warehouse. Uh, she didn't pay it much mind. Fair enough. Father, like that, uh, that yeah, go ahead. Stay close and um, keep a close notes on what you see and notice. But uh, do that instead of 
shall we say, venting opinions about your friend's unfortunate death. Okay? Gentle tap on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Very well. Um, also, uh, uh, and then just sitting there overhearing, you hear it look like you hear one of the patrons and says uh, to Justina, this is not too far. It looks like your boyfriend's back, eh? <laughs> and she just kind of knocks him on the head. No, he's not my boyfriend. We are just friends. Or the last time do I have to keep spelling this out to you people? And just goes back to her work. Oscar is quite embarrassed. Oh, man. Oscar's going to die for sure. This is a real bummer for her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're never good. Well, no, no, no. It's it's, it's you, you get the implication that uh, uh, that it's kind of a one way from him to her. So she doesn't she just views him as a friend at this point. It's quite obvious. OK, so when he dies, it'll be fine. Also, we should keep an eye on him so he doesn't turn out to be yeah. a real weirdo. Yeah, That's yeah, exactly. A great point. <laughs> it's a great point. So uh, why don't we go look at that? You want to go meet the family or go to the warehouse? Um, I do want to say, since uh, this is a thing that Justina would have told us, uh, would I have been able to inquire if Justina uh, like recognized any voices in this fight at the warehouse the other night, or like just any any distinguishing details? I know she said she kind of paid it no mind, but like, was there anything that like jogged any recognition in her, or not really? Okay. Uh, no, no, it was like she basically. It's like you hear your neighbors argue. You go up, you get up, you shut the window, and then you go back to bed. That was basically what she did. This is a very common to hear late night arguments. Like there's often brawls here. I mean, you see the type of establishment this is. Right, right, right. Um, but we know specifically what night of the week it was. Yes. OK, great. At least I can. Yeah. It was about a month ago. It was a month ago. It was the same time. It was the same time. Head, head fist. Vicar head fist was here a month ago. He was having a loud argument with Abella and, he- and the Heron Baring and himself. Pete and Pace threw out the vicar who swore that he would return. Later that night, Justina woke up to the sound of another argument, this time outside the warehouse. But nighttime turmoil is an ordinary occurrence, however, so she's thought nothing of it. Mm, I'll note that for later, but I don't know if I can ask anybody about it, because it sounds like nobody would think twice about people fighting. No. no. Yeah, it is a small town. Not even a a small town where they really like fighting. Yeah, this is this is not even a town. It's like a, a, a stop <laughs> on the shipping lane. The house with a traffic light. Um, yeah. All right. Well, like I said, warehouse or meet the rest of the family. I suppose we should introduce ourselves to the locals. Uh, yes, I believe that's probably the best course of action for now. So, Godmother or her loving son? The Godmother, I believe, uh, probably won't deal with us much during business hours, she seems. Wait, hang on. The woman I spoke to earlier was the Godmother, yes? I just wanted to be sure. Yes. The very rude woman spitting in the spittoon that was yelling at, that basically told you to, you don't have any money, get the fuck out. (laughs) Okay, that's that, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that 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 was who I talked to. And she says, I imagine the Godmother is... Presently indisposed with the day-to-day work of running this business, I imagine she will have very little for us in this moment. Let's introduce ourselves to her terrible sons. Ah, well then, let's go. All right. 
so you, it's hop, skip, and a jump over to the residence. It's answered by the housekeeper uh, who introduces herself as Laura. Uh, I'm, I'm afraid the master is quite busy at the moment. And then suddenly you see this basically, oh, no, he's hot kind of guy. <laughs> uh, from the up, upstairs saying, Laura, who is it? Uh, some visitors from the mainland. Are they the ones that came in with that sloop earlier? Uh, and, and do you respond to that? Uh, I kind of passed her, uh, just say, we would love a chance to ask you a bit about the recent history of this delightful little place, if you have uh, but a moment. Uh, I don't have a moment right now, but I will be free for dinner. If you would care to join me and my family for uh, a, a better meal than what we serve at the inn. <laughs> Uh, you are very kind. We would be happy to accept. Yes, oh, very well. I will see you then. Uh, gives you a time just before evening. It, this is, I, I will like to say that this is a warm, balmy summer. So sleeping outside is not too much of a problem. So it's very warm now uh, for the area. Nice. Okay, great. And basically, I'll describe him a little bit. He, he looks like a, an attractive, muscular man in his 40s. He's dressed in expensive clothing, has thick, dark hair, is beautifully styled with pomade and wide mustache, is waxed to perfection. His eyes are dark with very little white showing, which gives him a mysterious and intimidating look. But this, uh, And you do smell a large amount of perfume on him, which is odd. Like, over... Kind of like somebody that's been... Yeah. Gotta do, you gotta do it to cover up the blood. He overdoes it on the proven. Yeah. This island just gets more and more fascinating by the moment. Let's go look at the warehouse, and that should kill some time until dinner. Yes, I All suppose right. this is the... Do you, want to, do you want to do a squeak for the podcast? Please. Please. Do you have a squeak to I offer? Trying times? She's got nothing. She's doing some purrs, but I don't, I don't know if I can get that. The squeak. Not unless you put the microphone right up to her, and I'm not sure she'll like that. Just right up on there. No, she'll probably be confused by that. Same. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a huge yellow warehouse dominates the harbor on Wrecker Island. At the far end of the building, there is a train of train oil boiler from which a foul stench emanates. The main part of the warehouse is packed with barrels of salted herring and train oil. During the day, there are feverish activities during the warehouse. Oh, right now, you're still in the day. Uh, Basically, they're cooking train oil and salting fish. Uh, I'd like y'all to make a force test. Force again, I think it's under physique. I will bear the ring to Mordor. Well, you both have to do it. I was supposed to say, I don't, I don't think... I don't, oh, think I have, I don't have a choice okay. in this matter. You both have to do this as you enter the warehouse. Let's see here. Physique. I, for some reason, have a three in physique. That doesn't make any sense at all, but here we are. Here we are again. Hey, I got a success. Okay. Hey, you got yes. one. Yes. Okay, you got and hey. I also got a success. <laughs> it's all up. You're both <laughs> fine. It is so it smells so <laughs> bad in here if you're not used to it. It would have caused you to feel really poorly and be exhausted. So luckily you both passed. 
she just grabs some fish grease and just rubs it on her face. <laughs> it's to inoculate me against the local disgustion. <laughs> Sam! <laughs> Stop murdering me when I'm about to spout off witty repartee. So, um... That's what I'm here for. Are you making a thorough search? Uh, so... It's going to be hard because people are going to get in, interrupt you and ask you like, hey, why are you, what are you doing here? I'm definitely doing that. And if they interrupt me, I'm going to come up with some bullshit. Awesome. Uh, that's well, this. This is this is make, my bread and butter. I need you to make a vigilance test. Oh, no, I was hoping it would be investigation. That's fine. I still have a four in logic, so that's still five dice. I don't know why it's a vigilance test. And not, OK, but investigation check will come later. Don't worry. Excellent. That's when I will really, it'll finally be my time to shine. Uh, so that's root of the application to not respond when I say things. I know it's mean. It hates you. It does a little bit. Come on. Come on. Why aren't you working? Everybody talk to the dice bot. Like it's a, like it's a, like it's a dog. Oh, I was, I was thinking like, the, like the, Our the pirates girl? of the Caribbean dog, not the one from the, from the movies, from the, from the book or from the, ride <laughs> yeah. say, uh, Sam I've never been to Disneyland I don't even know what you're talking about what's a pirate Arr. uh try it again so once upon a time there were some there were some salty guys oh there it goes yay I got one so deep in the corner kind of put off to the side uh next to a couple of heron barrels in a sketched secluded corner of the warehouse lies a small pendant in the shape of a crucifix Interesting. Is there anything unusual about it? Yes. Next to it is a dry, dark stain on the floor. Now you can make an investigation check or a medicine test. Hmm. So it's either investigation or medicine. I'm assuming you're going to use investigation. I am. Um, yeah. So that is logic and investigation. So I get to roll seven die now. I'm so I'm so good at this. I, I just said that, so now I'm going to fail the check. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> now you can't push it for a condition. This feels roll everything important. except for those two ones, I believe. Yes. Uh, this feels important, so I'm going to push it. What condition do I do I take? Uh, that's up to you. Because I don't remember all the conditions. Let me quick take a look. Like you can either be angry okay. or exhausted, angry, frightened, hopeless, or broken. I'm gonna go with uh, broken, uh, is, broken is something different. Broken is when you get oh right, right, right. I'm gonna be angry. Yes, angry. That seems that seems on brand with sort of my whole deal. Mm-hmm. Like basically, you're you're getting bugged by the warehouse lackey of the manager like the yes man and he's like you shouldn't be here i, I don't I, I i don't understand like why you're you're still here like why are you in this corner this is just a this is just where we store the barrels what are you doing i don't understand how you string multiple words together and form a sentence and manage to breathe at the same time we all don't understand lots of things oh god uh, damn it damn it leroy <laughs> All right. He is distracted. Took a condition so for much that you cannot get a good look at this stain. 
But showing I... the crucifix to Udgren when you get when he finally kicks you two out, uh, is this is Vickers? This is the Vickers uh, crucifix. Well, like he immediately like that's that's definitely his crucifix. I don't know that. Yeah. Then I believe we can make some assumptions about where the vicar met his untimely end. Yes, there was a uh, a very prominent stain uh, that appeared to be a blood stain right next to it. So I have to assume that there was some damage done to him there. I know not why he would directly after a fight end up shooting himself in the head. You see, unless he felt very bad about losing the fight. Which does not seem on brand for his character, zealot that he was. Yes, it is rather peculiar. All that. Well, we know that now. And where on the and where did they and uh, where did they say they found the body again? Uh, let me. I think they actually said somewhere up north, the uh, Whale Island. Whale Island. Oh, Whale Isle, I should say, is Whale Tail Island. <laughs> <laughs> you shoot him, throw him in the water, he turns up on the island. Uh, do a learning check. Oh no, okay. I'm bad at that. Or both of you can. Both of you can. Good. Good. I, I, I suck at learning. Yeah, I'm not Actually, bad at it. I don't know how to give you advantage on this, or, or a bonus, but you would take a bonus for being a sailor. I'm just going <gasps> to give you an extra dice. Hell Yeah. Just because you're a sailor and you probably know this, but you just sailing rule two together. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Sam, salvage this. Make it happen, Sam. Yeah, Got he it. did it. So the current doesn't flow from Wrecker Island to Whale Island. It flows uh from Whale Island to Wrecker Island. So it, it would be very difficult for a body to show up there. However, the current does flow from the east, from a like a so if from where where they say that the body showed up, it was on Whale Island. So Wrecker Island is to the south. Whale Island is far to the north, uh, not far from. It's the closest isle to Fialbaca that's named on here. Uh, basically, uh, the the current would have come from north of Graveyard Isle. Hey, I'm going to go out of character, and this can be edited out or clipped for a funny audio piece on record as saying, yeah. I don't fucking like the fact that there's a place named Graveyard Island. Yeah. Don't like it. <laughs> don't like Graveyard <laughs> Islands or Murder Plateaus or Butchery Hills or Slaughter Plains. <laughs> I actually do. I'm a big fan of Graveyard Island. Yeah. That's the listen. That's uh, if I'm going to talk to people, that's my favorite venue and wish to do it. That's fine. I respect they that. They can't talk back. <laughs> can't get upset if I insult them to their face. <laughs> Look, murder gulch. Avoid that too. That one has murder in the name. I just, I'm, I, <laughs> I realize I'm getting up there in years, but I don't want to get murdered. So he couldn't have been dumped in just casually dumped in the water then. No, it would appear not. Do we think that he was placed there, or do we think that he was? Uh, I think there's something strange at work here. Yes, I had figured that by the fact that you said your sandwich was talking earlier and that strange phenomenon with the crabs. I don't like talking sandwiches. So I'm going to start something. It is called uh, what is known in the system as Countdown to Catastrophe. You've lost track of Udgren. 
uh, among all this. Oh dear. Where did the preacher go? I am not certain. I was under the impression you explicitly told him to stay close to us. So in addition yeah. to having a terrible system of beliefs, he is also a dipshit. What did I just say? Um. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We gotta wind it back. We gotta wind it back. We gotta wind it back because dipshit is not is an anachronistic. Hang on. <laughs> so in addition to having a fallacious and uh ridiculous system of beliefs, he is also an idiot. Uh Yes, but I believe we should find him quickly. Yes, that's true. I noticed a large concentration of other idiots hanging out back at the tavern. Should we check there again? Uh, why don't you use your keen deductive mind and knack for finding problems to find him? Um, I, I will say, despite her sort of uh, intense rudeness about this, she is already working towards that. So would this be an yeah. investigation, Bren? This is he's at he's probably at the tavern. Just let's go to the tavern. Okay. So you oh no, there and he is having an argument with Justina. He's basically saying, "You you should come with me and leave this den of sin immediately." And Justina's like, "I don't need to leave this den of sin. This den of sin pays well. I can take care of myself." At this point, Abella does get up and intervenes and basically says. You ought to get out of here. Pete, Pace, escort this young man out the door. Or I, hold, I got the uh, wrong accent again, but whatever. I, I, hold on, hold on. Um, I'll, yeah, I, I try to step in between them, and I, I just say, uh, ma'am, I assure you that will not be necessary. We will remove Mr. Adgren's, uh so that he is of no further bother to you. Um... And I look very sternly at Oscar and I say, it's clear that this young woman can take care of herself. You know, I don't know if you noticed earlier, but she nearly knocked two different sailors unconscious. I'm certain she will be quite all right. I'm going to put both of my massive ham hock hands on Oscar's shoulders and just, why don't we go get some fresh air and turn him? Yeah, and you... you you de-escalate the situation because it could have gotten bad. <laughs> I um, but that that so basically, I'm going to describe this mechanic, which I really like in the mystery. A countdown and catastrophe is a way to basically speed up, like tell, like it's stuff that happens that tells the players that oh, this needs to start. We need to start doing stuff soon. Because if it gets to all the way to the catastrophe, yeah, bad things happen. That makes sense. Uh, I, um, as uh, Oscar is uh, let out of the bar, I turn to uh, Abella and Jacita and I say, our apologies for uh, our young friend's outburst. He is not well after the death of his mentor. I will try to keep him out of your hair uh, to the best of my... Uh, and she sort of looks down at herself and she says, somewhat uh, limited ability, but we will try not to let him bother you further. Uh, thank you for... You damn well better. I don't want to see him in my establishment anymore. 
And the two brothers, who I will describe now, uh, basically, they're ugly. Imagine Tweedledum and Tweedledee, only uglier and with less teeth. Oh, no. Uh, um, she says, I will ensure to convey to him that he is no longer welcome here. Yeah. And... Uh, if you see him anywhere nearby, please keep in mind that he is an idiot and has the mind of a child. Uh, he rarely, if ever, has any understanding of the ways in which he might be irritating to anyone in his immediate vicinity. And though he is very annoying, I assure you... <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just such a long litany of insults. Hang on. Yeah, he's more, uh, Oscar uh, Udgren is more offended if and offended. Oh, I thought he was gone. No, no, he is still he, with. I thought he had. <laughs> I am pushing him out the door. I, I thought. I thought. I thought that he had already been pushed all this. Was, No. Would you like to <laughs> retcon that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, hang on. I would like to retcon it, but I'm only going to retcon some of it. <laughs> yeah. um, he says, uh, our young friend here has been greatly distressed uh, in the wake of his mentor's passing, and he is not always uh, perhaps as aware as he could be of the ways in which his doings might frustrate the day-to-day workings of this. If uh, you... Uh, I we will try to ensure that he is uh, aware that he is not particularly welcome in this establishment, and I uh, apologize for inconveniencing you. I will put my best efforts to ensuring that Mister Edgren does not darken your door again anytime soon. Uh, is it Udgren's or is it Udgren? Udgren. Udgren. Okay, I just wanted to be sure. Uh. And then she uh, looks at the two large men and she says, thank you for restraining yourselves in not immediately uh, tearing him limb from limb. I'm sure his limbs will very much appreciate that uh, in the days to come. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we would have torn him apart. Yeah, we're going to tear him apart soon. <laughs> uh... This is I, the only way I could think of portraying these two idiots. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, she says, I do wish to inquire as he is uh, something of a responsibility of mine. Is there an active intention to tear Mr. Rudgren apart? Because if so, I will simply have him uh, leave your town and go very far away so that he never, uh, he never need irritate you again. I realize I've fast. Asked. Sadly, the the next boat back to the mainland is not till tomorrow. I assure you, he will be nothing but a mere idea uh, until tomorrow morning. He will be nowhere where you have to trouble yourselves with him. Um, and I think she. Um, I mean, they own the place, so it's not like I could be like, "Here's a here's some money for a drink on me." No. <laughs> You could I give, give money, <laughs> but yeah, I, I was about to say just like maybe like a little just a little bit of just a little bit of money and just be like, uh, please, uh, this is for your trouble. Well, thank you. At least somebody has some respect for 
an establishment around here. And she just glares at uh, Udgren. And it's kind of this weird kind of hungry stare. Uh, please, <laughs> please don't is, eat him. Yeah. Um, no, I don't say that out loud. No, um, I do. T- I do take note of it, but I say, yes, we uh, wish not to cause any disrespect to uh, the finest establishment on this entire island. And then she uh, bows and turns and says, let's go, boys. Uh, Franz is bowing a thing that anyone would do. I don't know why she would do that, but she just like, she's know. faking. Uh, she she is faking this respect a lot. So I think she just sort of like it's not like a full bow. It's like a incline her head and <laughs> turn around and be like, get out. Uh, I am going to, as we're leaving, give Astrid a look that, uh, it is Franz clearly saying to Astrid that I'm going to kill this guy, that I'm just, I'm going to murder him if I don't take a moment to breathe. Uh, yes, she, um, takes, uh, Oscar by the, uh, by the shoulder, um, with a surprising amount of force for an older lady. And like steers him off a ways. And she says, uh, Mr. Rodgren, I apologize for anything that I ha- that I have said that may have seemed uh, denigrating or disrespectful to you. I was simply attempting to lower the stakes of the situation in such a way so as not to see you torn from piece to piece. I hope you understand my uh, intent in this was only to keep you whole. Uh I think it best that we keep you away from this establishment. I recognize that you have a close connection with uh, Justina, but until this matter is settled, I think it best that we not uh, introduce any additional tension into the situation. It seems that uh, the godmother has already decided that she uh, thinks the least of you, and given that she has the majority of the influence and authority on uh, on this small island, I imagine that there's little that would stand in her way if she sought to harm you. And assuming she may have the command of something that would quite literally terrify you to your very core, I really don't want to see anything terrible happen to you, Oscar. Uh, I have no fear. I have the greatest authority on my side. God could not say that with a straight face. I'm sorry. But it's something That's that perfect. he would say. It, oh, no, it says it seriously and in earnest that he believes that the hand of God is protecting him. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, I put both and he of just my goes and, and then he just turns around and just goes sulks at on a basically a couple crates on the dock and just sits on one of them for now. Can I? <laughs> I didn't. Now, I didn't establish this previously. Can I establish that I have a piece of a, a thing that is not necessarily equipment, but like a prop. Yeah, yeah, sure. I have a cane. I don't need it Absolutely. for walking reasons. I just have one because I'm old. No, oh, everybody, you can have canes in this. Everybody has canes in this. As he goes to walk away, um, she like snaps her cane onto his shoulder and like uses it to pull him and spin him before he goes off to sulk. Um. And she steps very close to him and she says, my dear boy, 
your mentor also had the hand of God guiding him and somehow ended up dead. I think it may be pertinent to assume that despite God's guidance, there may be other forces that seek to step in the way of the Lord's influence. I encourage you to take this matter seriously, as if you, continue, as if you wish to continue speaking the will of the Lord. It's hard to do so from beyond the grave. He, he's still angry, but that definitely uh, actually make a manipulation check, check. Let's see how well this goes. Probably not going to go great. I only have three dice. Yeah, You're that's exactly it. why I I'm having you. you make it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so if this was Brad's character, yeah, you would probably do better, but uh, I, I want to see how well you do. Also, my manipulation tactic was going to be, hey, uh, God won't help you against something real spooky. Trust me, been there. Is there, I actually, I know that I just rolled. Could I angle for grabbing an extra die just for being like, hey, your mentor thought the same thing and he's dead? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm just going to say it's going to need two successes, though. He's real pissed. We'll see what we get. I'll roll another d6. That was a two, so I would have to push myself. Hmm. You're already angry. Which I think I actually sure, reduces sure the am. dice. Oh. So that I think you're right about that. It doesn't matter. Um, I can't quite remember, but yeah. Let me take a quick, uh, quick little look-see here at the conditions. How do conditions clear? Is there a thing for that? I just looked it up. Um, it takes a day to clear a mental condition. Uh, I think. Hold on. I actually just had the page pulled up. Healing injuries. Um, you can use medicine to heal other physical, but not your own. Uh, you can use inspiration to cure others and mental conditions. In addition to spending a day to have access to a safe place, food, and beverages. Yeah. You're probably not safe. anything on this island. Um, yeah. One fewer die for all roles that are linked to either physical or mental attributes. Yeah. Um, so that L. Yeah. It ain't worth it. Uh, yeah, I do. He basically Not. just huffs, and he, he's like, I thought you were going to be on my side. Uh, and he just huffs off, and he's not going to join you for dinner. <laughs> As he uh, walks away, I think quietly enough, maybe even that Franz uh, can't hear her, I think she says, Oh, you, you gentle simpleton, I am on your side. 